how much y'all think um Key Sweat charges to sing at weddings? Cause I looked it up before. Actually, I looked up his net worth and it said negative two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you know what? He probably does not charge that much. That's like one of my favorite Key Sweat songs. Okay, because Jackie did her thing with her part, okay? And I just love Key Sweat as a whole. Um, so, yeah, let's... Someone quote me the price. Anywho. You guys... Welcome. I'm your host, Ebony. This is episode 11 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. Welcome to everyone. If you're new, hello. Follow us on Instagram at ebunny. That's my personal underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y. Follow. I thought I heard something. I think that was my nail. Um, Follow the podcast Instagram at ethereal black girl underscore ethereal E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L black girl underscore. So you guys, we have a full show today. I mean, all one, two, three, four, five, six sections. Okay. And then you're like, six, that's going to be so long. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Um, One of them was quote of the week, you know, just these sections are really short. It's not going to take long. I swear. Even if it does, I don't really care. <laughs> I kind of want to start back doing long shows. I miss doing long shows. So let's just get this show started. So I do have a quote for today. I haven't had a quote in like forever, but I kind of want to start back doing them because I do miss doing quotes. So this quote is by um someone named Margaret Bede. I'm assuming it's a white woman. I have never seen a black one. Well, if your name is Margaret and you are black and you listen to this, I'm so sorry. But Margaret Mead just gives me... um like 42 year old white woman maybe works in corporate anyways um always remember this is a quote always remember that you are absolutely unique just like everyone else and I kind of like that because well it ties into how I've been feeling lately on top of um I don't know what the grammatical word is for this but like um unique is meant to the definition of unique is one of a kind but after she said you're unique, she said just like everybody else. It's doing that everyone is one of a kind, which they are. But is that not like a play on words? Because unique is one of a kind. But then she said everyone else. Someone let me know. I don't know my I don't know my own grammatical terms like that. Is that grammatical or is that just like literary terms? I don't know. Anywho, that was the quote of the day. Margaret Mead. Um, let's move on to our weekly check-in. People, I feel like people only drive by when I start recording. Anywho, so you guys, first of all, I don't know if I included this in last week's episode. Did not upload an episode last week. I'm pretty sure. Um, I got a new job. 
a part-time job. I work at European Wax Center as a guest service associate, and it is like the bougiest, most friendliest, nicest, chillest place I've ever worked at, and I've only been working there for like a week. We just schedule appointments, answer phones, sell wax passes, talk to the customers, look cute. We get free waxes, and we get a free massage or a facial once a month. And you know what? The Lord keeps blessing me. Because <laughs> before now, I've been living off of allowance, right? So I have not been able to get my Brazilians as regularly. I've been, being, I've been getting my underarms because those are necessities. I have been getting my Brazilians as regularly because you know why? I didn't have the money. That's $54 that I did not have. But your girl now works at your pen wax. Free waxes. Sorry, that's my pen when I'm, as I'm writing my notes. Free waxes. Free massage or facial once a month. So I got a new job. I've been working there for about a week now. And it's literally like the cutest, greatest job I've ever had. Um, I also had my interview that I was talking about in last week's show with... um. I almost said the company. I won't discuss that. I mean, I'm not anyone important, obviously. I just want to say the name of the company. Um, the interview went okay. As I told y'all, it was an interview for um a job where I would be doing a six month intensive training for software, so learning full stack development. Um, and then after that, I would be doing a two-year rotational program with the same company and then I would just stay with the company forever I guess um it was a three-hour interview so I probably started around like 12 I probably got done around like 250-ish um it was three different parts so the first part was um behavioral I'm pretty sure I explained this but like now that I've done it I'm going to kind of tell you guys how it went so the first one behavioral and job fit are like kind of very similar but like also different so my first one was job fit um there was a lot of questions kind of concerning technology like how do you keep up with technology trends uh what technology trends do you see on a day-to-day that kind of um interests you name a project that you've had to do that involved technology um what were the difficulties how'd you overcome them kind of like questions like that um so she asked me questions for about 20 minutes and then I had a lot of, um, I'm, I'm an overachiever. I am a perfectionist. I'm very organized. So I had a word document and on that word document, it had a section for the company background, um, information about the program. It had examples of behavioral case interview and job fit, what each one of them was. Um, it had in red text, what not to do in each section, then I had um, a whole section about technology um, and about trends. So like RPA, robotic process, not automation, robotic process. I don't know what A stands for. Um, ML, machine learning, um, AI, artificial intelligence. Like I had a section about that. Examples, definitions, things of that nature. Then my last section was um, post-interview questions, um, which it had each of my interviewers and their names were highlighted in different colors. And then I had the colors corresponding to the interviewer that I wanted to ask the questions. I'm just, that's just how I am. Um, so the job fit part went really fine. went really great. I asked her questions after we were talking about the campus or whatever, because the job would end up being in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, 
which I don't think I want to move to, but I'll, I'll touch on that later also. Um, so that was fine. So then the next one was case interview. Now, if you don't know what a case interview is, it is, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna give y'all the problem that they gave me. Okay. So essentially, um, let's say. Okay, this is this is the problem. I interview for a bank. Okay, so basically they said that you know how when you have um when you do transactions on your card and it has like that really confusing um description in the box and you're like I did not spend my money at whatever this place is. This encrypted message, like let me call the bank and figure out what's going on. Well, they wanted to change it from that message to um a description in your bank statement that had like um the name of the place where you made the purchase, the address and the phone number. And this was to help reduce phone vo- phone call volume within the company because obviously the company has to pay per phone call. Um, kind of listening to the confusion of the customer or whatever. So they gave me that. She was asking me like what key factors will come into play when you're changing this, blah, blah, like open-ended questions. Did okay on those. So then we were on Zoom, of course. So she had to open a Word document. I have to use this annotate tool um in zoom and basically this is exactly how she how she told me y'all i swear i swear and now that i know what i was supposed to do it does seem very easy but at the time i was almost on the brink of tears in my head okay so she said um <laughs> let's say we have two vendors that we want to start um that can do these transaction displays essentially um one vendor charges eight cents per transaction. They make up for 60% of transactions. Vendor two um, charges five cents per transaction. They make up for 40% of the transactions. It's $15 per call. And each of these transactions is going to reduce the call volume by 15%. The first question is what will be the net cost savings per vendor, right? Obviously, as you're first hearing this, you're like, wait, I'm sorry, what? what what so essentially they wanted you to take i forgot how i did it now but i think they wanted you okay so i asked her me being the engineer that i am i said okay if the makeup for if there's percentages in here obviously i need an initial number to take it from so i asked her i was like okay can i use like an arbitrary number for those of you that don't know what that means that just means like a a made-up number um to kind of start extracting the data from she was like yeah so i was like okay let's say we have an initial sample size of 20 um this is how it was supposed to go how it went i'm not going to tell y'all because i was confusing myself she was confusing me i was confusing her um what i was supposed to do was say if i have an initial sample size of 20 and they make vendor one makes up for 60 percent, so that is 12 transactions if we're reducing those by 2%, that's actually 0.24. You take that 0.24 and you do that times 15, which is the um, money amount per call. So now that gives you a straight dollar amount. 
And so I think it came out to like $3.80 or something like that. So I'm an engineer. I'm thinking units. So I'm trying to cancel out the dollars and dollars and the calls and calls and transactions and transactions. But my units are not right. So your girl was over here struggling. So then after you got that number, when you did the 15 times, whatever I just told you guys, um, you have to divide that by like your initial sample size. And that was the answer. So after I got the answer, I'm like, wait a minute, ma'am, that's all you wanted me to do. And she was like, yeah. So I was like, I was trying to not get frustrated. I was literally smiling through the pain, but I feel like I did so bad on that. Um, but I don't, the point is not really to, for you to get the right answer. The point is essentially they want to see how you problem solve. Like, how do you think when you solve problems? How do you talk out problems? Um, how logical are you? How great are your conceptual skills? Like things of that nature. So that part was so stressful and it took the whole hour. Like I started at two and it got to like 2.55. We have to cut it short. I couldn't even ask her any post interview questions, but like she had really good energy and like she, I um connected with all of my interviewers on LinkedIn the night before. I should start an interview workshop. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, I connected with all my interviews on LinkedIn the night before. And when I got on there, she was like, oh, my gosh, she was like, I saw you connected with me on LinkedIn. She was like, that was so great that you took initiative and blah, blah, blah. Hold on. I'm thirsty. Okay, we're back. Um, But long story short, she, yeah, it didn't go that great. Um, it went okay. I would give myself like a five or six out of 10, you know? So, yeah. And then after that, it was just like the job. I mean, the behavioral fit, which is like so easy, which is a star method, situation, task, action, and result. And it was two ladies on there. One of them was a trainee. One of them was like my interviewer. And they were like super cool, super chill, like really playful, asking me a lot of questions. Um, and considering that I like have coding experience, that's not really a plus in the program because you're going to learn anyways. But like they're asking me questions about that. So that part went really well. It's kind of like your tell me about a time when you had to work with a difficult group member. So you would give a situation, you would um, give the task, like what you were tasked to do in the situation, what actions you took to better the situation. And then as a result, like as a result of your actions, what happened? So I did really great on that per usual. I always do really good on Star Method. Um, so yeah, so I interviewed. It was really great. But after I was sitting there, and I hate that I even have to admit this because I'm the queen of wanting to relocate. But I was just thinking like about, you know, like my niece, how she just turned one. Um, she lives in Atlanta, how my parents, you know, they're getting older. They're not old. <laughs> they're not old mom and dad if you listen you're not old I'm not calling you old but like you know how you just look at your parents and you're like wow like they're really just aging my parents are aging so well like they're really living their best life my dad just bought himself a Benz today like they're just doing really great um I just really I have a great relationship with my parents and moving super like hella far away from them right now was really just I thought I wanted to do it. But as I started thinking about how I'd be living like nine hours away from them, I got nauseous As, aside from me having moved far away from my knees. Um, it's just not ideal. So I honestly feel like I want to move to Huntsville and I'm going to get to that in a minute as to why. But 
I don't know, like if I get offered the job because something is telling me that I got offered. If I didn't, then that's fine. Um, if I did, then that's just a big decision I just have to make. Um, but I've just been praying like, you know, whatever is in God's will, wherever he sees fit for me, wherever he feels like I'm going to have the most growth um, in my current state, you know, um, that's really where I'll go. And I just won't ask any questions. So that's how the interview went. Um, and then that's obviously why I didn't want to relocate. Why well, I said I want to move to Huntsville. So yesterday um, after work, I drove to Huntsville because Kaya's, you guys, Kaya's picture got um it was featured in the art showcase last night along with like some other people like one of kai's boyfriend's pictures was um featured in the showcase or whatever and someone actually bought his picture so shout out to him shout out to lorenzo shout out to kaya um they're just like so talented and I want to just love black love, okay? My friend is out here getting what she deserves. Two, they're just talented black creatives. I just love to, we just love to see it. So I went there to support my friend. It was at like this uh, coffee shop. They had like drinks. It was art hand up. They had a DJ. Everybody just looks so artsy and just so cool and just like in their own world. And I loved every part of it. So I drove into Huntsville last night, checked into this very nice hotel. I stayed at the AC Hotel downtown. Um, it was so nice. And Huntsville is so big and it's it's really cute. It's on the rise uh, as far as like creativity and art. And then obviously within my field, you know, I want to be a rocket scientist. Y'all, you know, I want to be a rocket scientist. They have hella jobs um, for me. So I'm definitely going to be applying there. I have a hundred percent moved to Huntsville, like without a doubt. Um, I always used to, my mom supposedly said that I said I would never live in Huntsville. I don't recall saying that. I recall saying that I don't want to live in Alabama for the rest of my life because I essentially, I don't, I would live here temporarily after I graduate for maybe like four years, but like, I don't want to like raise kids here. This is a horrible state. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's just not a great state. Alabama's like number 50 in education. Aside from the racist white people and the foolishness within the government and the laws, I just don't know what to say. So, yeah, um, Huntsville is really cute, though. I would live in Huntsville and I would live in Birmingham temporarily. So that's why I went to Huntsville. Um, I'm just so proud of my friend Kai. I'm not going to go into a spiel, but I'm just so proud of her. Just everything she's done, like, since we've been friends and just, like, how watching her evolve, like, as a woman. (sighs) And then just, like, being, like, my best friend. I really love her. So, Kaya, I really love you. Um, I'm sure you're going to listen. She listens to, like, all my stuff. Follow her on Instagram. Let's go ahead and plug her and Lorenzo's Instagrams. You feel me? Might as well. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Kaya's Instagram is T H E K Lene. So T H E K L A N A E. Let me go make sure that's my friend's Instagram. Hold on. Because if I give y'all the wrong Instagram, oh, yes. The K Lene. And then, you feel me? We have her husband, Lorenzo, postman. Man has two A's, so P-O-S-T-M-A-A-N underscore underscore. He's also, like, super talented, super dope, like, just crazy. They're both just so talented. 
Um, so yes, that is why I was in Huntsville and I was supposed to see my friend Victoria, but it didn't go as planned. So I'm going back down there sooner than later. Um, I finished my first lat. I mean, I'm sorry. I always get that backwards. My last first semester of college. So I finished the semester. I got two A minuses at A plus and a C. Um, I'm really proud of myself because this pandemic school, you know, this in this panoramic and this Panasonic and this pandemonium, it's, you know, it's not really been for the girls. You know, I no, I have not been doing great in virtual school. I have not been holding myself that accountable. I could have done better, but I mean, I got three A's in the C. The class I got to C and I really could have done better. I, could, I think I could have got a B, but don't let my parents hear that. It's fine. So I have one more semester of college left, you guys. I graduate May the 1st <laughs> and it's surreal. I I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie like, oh my God, I didn't think I'll make it here because yes, I did. I haven't had a hard life. Like <laughs> I hate when people do that. Like I did not, I didn't really struggle like as far life-wise, like with like finances or like educationally, I struggled because engineering was hard. I did not struggle because I'm like stupid <laughs> or because like, I don't know. I feel like this is totally off topic, but I mean, this is my show. So is it really off topic? I feel like my high school thoroughly prepared me for college, which is why I'm saying like college has been hard because of the fact that I am doing engineering. Um, and I am one of those STEM snobs that be like, okay, you got all A's, but are you even in STEM? Like what do you, what classes do you be taking? Crayola? <laughs> I'm one of those people I will say that and I'm so sorry it has to be like that that's just how I've always thought but I feel like my high school has thoroughly prepared me like had thoroughly prepared me for college like I feel like I came here with great time management great study habits like great focus um so shout out to my high school even though they're like mad racist shout out to them mm-hmm. um yeah so that's that and then I'm um I'm looking at my notes. Oh, um back to my so I'm going back to my dieting because I went to the doctor the other day and I gained three pounds back. And you know what? I was so sad when I saw that number on the scale. I said, "What? I gained three pounds?" But I haven't been at home. Last week I had like a whole um I have got the nestle cookies that you put in the oven i had those with some ice cream last week then i had uh some longhorns bread like i've been eating carbs i've been craving the sugars so now we're back to no sugars no carbs i would say no alcohol but i'm just not doing that because i was doing alcohol already um and i'm about to like i think i'm going on a date in like a few weeks and i'm gonna drink so no um but i'm doing no carbs no starches so like no potatoes of any sort no breads no yeast no nothing no dairy so no cheese and i don't use real butter so i mean but like no cheese i don't drink milk anymore and then like no sugar so like no candies no cookies no nothing so i'm back to doing that back to uh, being in the gym four times a week and this three pounds needs to be gone by tuesday So, yeah, that's my, like, weekly, two-week, however week. No, that was just this week. All of that I just said just happened this week. That's a weekly check-in. And I want to say Merry Christmas because because, this is going to come out tomorrow, December 20th. But I'm not going to talk to you guys until after Christmas. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not going to talk to you until December the 27th. So Merry Christmas. Um, If you don't celebrate Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. If you don't um celebrate Hanukkah, then it's just another regular day for you. Um, So I guess have a good day. <laughs> I'm excited for Christmas. I made a Christmas list for my parents about a month ago, a month, a month and a half ago. Um, I make so I make a word document with the links to the things that I want. Like a, I'll have the name, I have a hyphen, then I'll have the link, and then um, I'll email it to my parents, <laughs> and then they just give me go and get the stuff or whatever they see fit they get. So I'm really excited because like I put a camera set on my Christmas list. I put a bunch of outerwear from ASOS. A few um, they call them swimmers, but I call them what do I call them? Oh, scullies, the beanies, um, those. Uh, some socks, uh, like a NASCAR graphic tee, a TDE graphic t-shirt, Kendrick Lamar graphic t-shirt, some workout gear, like simple stuff. Some Como de Garcon, Converse, some Converse boots, um, you know, light work. So I made my Christmas list and we're just going to see. I still open one present on Christmas Eve, um, like the child that I am, because, you know, why not? So, yeah, and I work. Christmas Eve and I work the day after Christmas did my job do me dirty no because I really do want to go to work and we get every other weekend off so like I didn't work this weekend so I only see fit for me to work next weekend so that has been my week I hope you guys had a great marvelous wonderful fantabulous week um now we can move into weekly obsession Okay, <clears throat> so I only have about, let's see, I don't have that many weekly obsessions. Some of them, like, I kind of just discovered today, so it's been, like, a daily obsession. Okay, so I randomly, well, let me not say randomly. So, I know you guys canceled B. Simone over the whole manifestation books, you know, um, and over her, I think, when she was like, oh, um... I don't talk about my something when it came to like the protests and things of that nature. Anyways, I've uh like been following B Simone, me and my friend Victoria since I could remember. Literally like since high school, beginning of high school type. Like I've always liked B Simone, even though she was corny um at a point in time and very loud as people said. I really do think she's literally hilarious like she's funny when she doesn't try to be funny but when she tries it's horrible but like I watch her YouTube I watch her vlog she does something um called singing between the lines with um this dude named Zach and then her makeup artist slash friend Chris and I tell y'all they're so funny it makes no sense so I've been watching that like all week like on like I've just been watching um those episodes only thing i don't like is that they did um the Isley brothers and r kelly y'all know the song um oh contagious duh sorry um that song yeah i was just like i uh, know 
So that has been my obsession. B. Simone um, vlogs and singing between the lines. Then I've really been obsessed with TikTok for like three weeks now. And I blame my sister, Brittany. I do. I blame her because you know why? I rarely ever used to get on TikTok. Brittany stays sending me TikToks around the same time every night. She just sent me two TikToks now. Like just sending me TikToks. And then I started getting on there. Now I'll be on the For You page all the time. And now I can't stop. I literally have a nightly TikTok stroll through. Like, because you know, um, I'm an old hag. I go to sleep around 10, 45, 11 ish. Around 10 30. I get in the bed, I cut up my body pillow, and we watch TikToks, okay? So that's my other obsession. I haven't really been like, you know how people be like, oh my God, I learned this on TikTok. I haven't really learned anything. I more so be watching like funny videos. I really like when people be like the um, my wife as me or like my husband acting like me. Those be really funny. Um, and then like once I find one person that I like, I just go like down there whole profile and just be watching tiktoks so yeah tiktok's been an obsession and then this podcast that i've been listening to called cocktails dirty discussion podcast um it's like cocktails like it's built the cock like penis mm-hmm. so my friend taylor told me about this some months like maybe like two three months ago she was like yeah like they're just really funny really open like they just talk like about like you know dating being single like sex they have guests every now and then so um i've listened to their podcast like a little a little bit like maybe 10 minutes or so um before and then i just stopped it wasn't really a particular reason i just stopped and then um today i don't know what made me oh i was driving from huntsville and i was like oh let me listen to, to like cocktails because like i'm pretty sure they have some juicy stories because i mean like sex stories just be so juicy or like they don't even really be giving stories like they just have different segments like a weird sex segment like you know how they have that show sex landed me um made me end up in the er or whatever the show was called they have like a segment for that they like talk about like they do like kind of like a weekly check-in type of situation then they have like a guest and they play like this game like this or that kind of like this sexual game or whatever um but they're just very open you know with their sexualities and just with their experiences and I really like that because you know um sex is talked about a lot obviously in society I mean it's if it's not the most talked about thing in society um I don't know I just really like the show they're just really open really transparent they're very explicit i will give you a warning they are very 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 explicit um yeah i'll tell about the episode i listened to today so the episode i listened to today um they had a guest his name is king noir okay he is a porn star well they say he's like a what's what was his term fetish enthusiast or something i don't know how to, i don't know how to describe it but like he's black whatever and he is fine for sure a hundred percent um because i watched they have like the youtube they record their podcast like to where you can see them so like i watched the you the one on youtube also um and they were just it was a really good show you know um sex work is interesting to say the least and 
yeah, it was a really good show. Like they just kind of talked about how he got into it, what he does now, um, his background. It was very interesting. Um, he has this. Can I talk? Well, this is technically my show, so I really can do as I please. He has like, um, how do you describe it? A mold of his penis is like a dildo that he sells. And like, it's apparently really popular. Like it has like all the veins and like it's skin, it's flesh tone like him and things of that nature. But anyways, it was really interesting. And so I'm probably going to be listening to uh, cocktails like for the rest of the week um they're just really interesting and they're the girls that do it they are so cute um I never knew what they look like until like today even though their picture is on their podcast thing I've been needing to see people like in action in a video or something for me to really see what they look like and they're beautiful they're really good they're really cute um so yeah that, they're very interesting I would check them out uh cocktails but cock like penis like what white people used to call penis <laughs> cocktails dirty discussion podcast go check them out then my last obsession is just danny dmc which i think i talked about her before i'm pretty sure she's just a plus size enthusiast um body positivity goddess okay and she's just real she's just real and she okay that's how I knew I liked her. I'd be, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am very skeptical when white women date black men because I feel like as black people, we are often fetishized but never truly desired. And so I feel like we're objectified and we're used a lot just as a whole because everybody wants to be us. Like they say, everybody wants to be a nigga until it's time to be a nigga. But anyways, um... That's just, a, don't even get me started on that. But she um dates this black dude and they've been dating like for a minute. They like broke up with their back. And just how she um likes to make a clear divide between how she does not fetishize, but how she appreciates black people. And it's very interesting because she actually thinks that black people are the superior race. And it's not in like a weird way, not in like a, she doesn't have like an inferiority complex or like, how do I describe it? She just knows white people's antics and the foolery. And um, she just doesn't stand for it. And she fights her black rights. And as she, she, she stated something really good in her video that her and her boyfriend just did. Um, basically, she was like, there's no way that I should be dating a black man. And I'm not fighting for the rights and for the protection of black people. Like that just doesn't make any sense. She went on a whole spiel. She just is for the girls. Um, and I'm literally obsessed with her because she's also a fashion icon. So she's plus size. <sighs> fashion icon, beautiful, just such a great personality. I literally love her. So I've been watching all her videos this week. Um, that was a lot of obsessions. I think that was the end. Um, that was the end of my weekly obsessions. Now we can move into song of the week. big bank facing on the mother okay so i only have guys can you believe it one song of the week 
oh technically two songs of the week one song of the week one song i've heard the other song we're gonna listen to together and i'm gonna do commentary as we listen to it um okay so my song is by billy eilish do y'all say eilish or eilish it's it's spelled like it gives me eilish vibes but you know it could be eilish anyways um so i watched the mass singer shout out to you if you watch the mass singer because i literally am obsessed with that show i'm gonna watch it to put me to sleep um and there's this really fire contestant on there well now it's gone off so leanne rhymes i think that's her name i don't ever know anybody on that show really except for like the obvious people um she was the son and we don't know what the mass singer is it's like there's contestants they wear these costumes you don't know who's under the mask um based off of like clues they give you and stuff um the judges try to you know guess who the celebrity is anyways um leanne rhymes i don't even know who that lady is my mom knew who she was but either way she could sing so she was the son she had been doing really good like the whole week i mean the whole contest and so last week before the finale she sung um the billy eilish song when the party's when the party ends when the party's over something like that acapella she started acapella and then kind of like you know transgressed into like the music started coming in ever so lightly and i said you know what i need this song in my library yeah i do she just sung it with such grace and i don't even know if grace is the right word because the song is actually really dark if you know who billy eilish is you know she is a very dark woman um she knows she can put a damper on a party but sing it so nice um yeah she gives me billy eilish gives me like turn around and die but like <laughs> But like opera form, you know? So that's what I'm about to listen to. When the party's over, Billy Eilish, let's get into it. Okay. 
So do y'all see what I mean by she's just so sad? Like she literally ever so gracefully though, ever so gracefully, but I need to one day, one of these days, I said I wanted to start dissecting lyrics on here. I don't know if I want to do that when I start my YouTube or on here. I'm going to start it somewhere because that song is so sad. And she is such a sad woman. I'd be like, girl, please. You was boohooing on the track. But it's so beautiful. So I literally, ever since the sun sung it on Mass Singer, I was like, bro, who is that? Then I went to Billie Eilish. I, I've known of her like for like two or three years now or whenever she started. Because whatever song she has with Khalid when they're in the video and they're in like a glass box. Like there's a glass box somewhere. That's the first song I ever heard with her in it. And I was like, who is this? Just dark, twisted angel. So yeah, that's um when the party's over, when the party ends. When the party's over, Billie Eilish. This next song we're going to listen to together, it's by Earth Gang and Wale. I honestly just randomly saw it on YouTube. And I do not like either one okay okay wait 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 wait. let me rewind i think they are both very talented earth gang and wale obviously um i've actually met well i i saw earth gang open up for smino last summer and then i actually met johnny venus and i took a picture of him and he said he liked my pants and my fit so y'all can't tell me nothing but anyways um i cannot sit here and listen to a whole earth gang project you know, um, sorry, I'm moving my mic around. You know, I just might because I said, you know, I wanted to start a YouTube with just like kind of reacting to albums um, that I've never listened to. So, you know, I might do that. But like, as for now, I cannot I cannot sit here and listen to a whole Earth Gang album. Um, but I love them, though. I know they're talented. As for Wale, I've never sat there and listened to his album either. But I know Wale is really talented. His features no hands dice pineapple sin lotus flower bomb as a whole just as his song love hate thing i mean shall i go on wale is really talented so they have a new song out i'm assuming it's new i think it is it's called options and i would have never thought to put wale and earth gang on one track together but you know let's see what they're talking about and i'm going to keep my mic on so i can add a little commentary so um let's just get right into it I mean, at this rate, let's see. Okay. Let's see what it's talking about. I don't believe in you. I got options. I got options. Okay. Got a million people watching. Yeah, they clocking. Yeah, they clocking. I got options. This is giving me like radio play. They could definitely play this on the radio. Okay. Hold on. Johnny. Johnny Venus. I know my baby when I hear him. Is this going to be our radio play? Because I could definitely hear this on the radio. Or like an insecure episode or something. 
What a minute. I do. Actually, I don't. Hey. Hey. Not one leg got the vocals on the track. the library as we speak that was giving me like a lot of radio play and if you know earth gang um they don't do like your average mediocre they're very creative they think a lot outside of the box so like just how it had like that little bop situation i kind of like that then you heard um also um Dr. Dot, ain't that his name, the other one? He was not in there. I did not hear him sing a vocal, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to that. But that's definitely going in the Spotify and the Apple Music Library as we speak. I'm adding it to my library now. And then y'all heard Wale coming with the vocals. I said Wale, hold on. I really do like Wale though, but he has like trust issues. How do I know this? <laughs> I used to watch Angela Yee's um, lip service, even though I think Angela Yee is literally so stupid. Everybody on the Breakfast Club is stupid. It's pure entertainment though. But anyways, um, that's also another discussion. <laughs> Angela Yee's lip service. I kind of like it. Like it gets kind of awkward sometimes. Because Angela Yee is like very awkward. It doesn't know how to transition out of questions. Um, but while they was on there and like that man is so hurt. I don't know if it was the alcohol because they were drinking. I don't know if it was the alcohol. Um, but he has like issues. They don't know he was on Red Table Talk. You know, that's just a paradigm. Uh, if you, you feel me, want to want to get it swells and want to get your business um, spread out, go to Red Table Talk. Ooh, y'all saw Gammy. <laughs> y'all saw Gammy the other week um snap on Aunt Rebecca daughter. <laughs> what is that lady's name? I only know her name is Aunt Rebecca. But Gammy was not here for um the white woman tears. Okay. Gammy said, I don't understand why she's coming on the show. You came here amongst three black women and try to get sympathy. Well, I'm not here for you. Sorry for you. Don't be sorry. Be careful. That was unrelated, but I just thought about that. Um, but that was Earth Game Wale options. Just added that to um 
my libraries i'm really surprised you guys i don't know what i was expecting i guess i came in with the expectations but just knowing like the kind of style that earth gang has and the kind of style that wale has um i was trying to see how they're going to kind of balance each other out but that was definitely like a wale beat and then johnny venus definitely put his um vocals on there um and then wale came with his little vocals i like when he did the little light um sound effect that was really cute wale is such a poet he is such i think that, that might be his problem you know he's probably such a hopeless romantic i've had horrible experiences with um talking to men that are creatives it's just i i i just that's also another discussion um for another day oh my god i'm gonna talk about that in couch chat okay let's just head over to on to the couch so i need to change this to bench chat because i got a new bench in my um room and this is what i'm sitting on but um let's head over to couch chat um it's just gonna be a bunch of hoopla honestly um but good hoopla so let's go Okay, so I had something completely different written down in my um, notes. It's all going to tie together at the end. So I want to start off by saying, okay, I'm going to give you all this scenario. Okay, let's, okay. I have always been, I know y'all be tired of me saying, okay, like, okay, get it out. I'm sorry. Okay, I, <laughs> I am the person, the woman especially my friends know i am famous for saying dudes do not be wanting friends i get that i understand that i get that concept you know um but for some reason i don't feel like i was in the wrong in this situation but i'm gonna tell you guys and i don't know if he listens to this podcast if you do i'm so sorry um but this was a learning moment for me so i feel like i need to share it with the world <laughs> okay so i used to talk to this dude he was a creative um last september ish what did my hair look like that's how i remember my hair was black and like it was kind of like mid short yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah i talked to him like um i want to say like september october ish uh we met like via instagram kind of essentially kaya actually told me about him i went to go follow him and she like chilled him on my business and then he shot his shy essentially he's a leo you know leos if we see someone that we want we have to go after we have to at least try um so we started conversing or whatever he was like really cool and stuff like really cool really consistent um and i saw on his page <laughs> that he had these twists in his head okay i'm not even i'm not gonna go that far all i'm gonna say is we was talking um he was he smoked too much for me um and he had got these ugly twists in his head and i just was not attracted to him like that anymore and we just were not like things were just not going great so i kind of like ghosted and you know um i got my karma this year for the ghosting that i did last year oh i got my karma <laughs> 
Oh, let me tell you about Jesus. I got my karma this year. Um, anyways, so after we stopped talking, it was it wasn't like really bad blood. I mean, I ghosted him, but I'm trash because I tweeted about if I should ghost him or not. He followed me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm trash. I know I'm really trash at that. But anyways, so um, after I ghosted him, I texted him back like a few days later and I was like, OK, so I understand that I ghosted you, but I just like could not. I just did not see it going anywhere. Like I felt really stagnant, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we like had bad blood, like for like a minute. And I tried to apologize, like I not apologize, but I tried to make amends and he was like being rude. And so I said, if it, um, and then like after that, he like came back like a few months later, like maybe middle of the summer and kind of like apologized, um, not middle of the summer. It was before my birthday for sure. And like apologized, um, and things like we were like cool or whatever. To my knowledge, I thought we were cool, right? um oh and like let me for preference he's like a creative like he plays instruments he makes beats and he plays instruments um he like plays the drums plays the piano things of that nature um dang he is gonna know what's about him i'm so sorry babe i'm so i can't even call you babe i'm so sorry sir um oh okay so we were like cool or whatever um and like he used to always comment on my stories um you know like hard eyes and things like you look so good like stuff like that but you know like he obviously we don't talk anymore and I ended it so like I'm thinking well he understands like that's no more we can be cool you know we can be friendly um but you feel me I would never see him like that but it got it like I don't know what made me so comfortable to FaceTime him. I like started FaceTiming him like randomly. Like I probably have FaceTime in this whole year. I maybe have FaceTime him like four or five times. I want to say at max. Um, and, like we just be like kind of chopping it up, but then it always go into him reminiscing about when we used to talk and I'd be like, bro, like I will kind of play along with reminiscing, but then I'd be like, all right, like, He'll be like, but yeah, you had to end it. I'd be like, yeah, I had to end it because X, Y, and Z. Like, I had to remind him why I ended it. Um, So, the last time we FaceTimed, which was like, I want to say it was last week. Um, I just, like, called him. I was like, oh, I just want to see what you was doing. Um, And we was just having a conversation. And I was like, um, would you consider us to be friends? And he was like, No. He was like, I'm not trying to be your friend. I don't have female friends. He was like, I'm infatuated with you. Like, I really like you. I, he was like, I just don't know what it is that you have on me, but I just like, can't stop. And I'm just like, well, I was just looking crazy. Cause I'm like, well, I thought we were friends. Like I'm not infatuated with him. I think he's a lovely man. I think he'll be a lovely man for someone else, just not for me. Um, but he was like, basically, he was like, if you want to be friends, like, he was trying to make it seem like you always calling me. Like, I feel like there's a tie there. Like, um, we can't get rid of each other. But I'm looking at it from a point of like, I'm just calling to you feel me have a conversation because to chop it up because you're a cool person. Um, and so basically he was just like, um, if I want to be his friend, then that's no, we just don't need to talk at all. So I haven't called him since. How do y'all feel about that?
because okay now that i'm looking back on it should we even be conversing this is my thing if i stop talking to you if a dude stop talking to me has that happened to where a dude stop talking to me and then wanted to be my friend yes and me and him are actually really good friends to this day um but it wasn't like he stopped talking to me out of he stopped talking to me like out of distance and out of just circumstantial situations not because like there was any attraction there like it's it was for different reasons <sighs> um i just don't get it like i would not answer <laughs> if i was him i would not answer the phone for me but you know what I realized? This needs to go my weekly worry. I have that toxic trait sometimes to where I be doing stuff and I be like, why would you let me do that to you? And I don't know if it's because I like have a dominant personality. Like I'm just a dominant person. But I just literally be like, bro, like, why would you let me do these things to you? Like there's been times in the past, actually there's been plethora of times where like I've stopped talking to someone, but cause now I don't ghost. I just will tell someone like, you know, I just don't think it'll work between us. Like I just don't think I could be romantically tied to you, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they still will let me converse with them and still will let me befriend them and still will answer the phone when I call. And I want to know why would you let me do that to you? Is that a toxic trick on my end or what? Because no, I'm not gonna say that, but because <laughs> that no, I oh, I thought before I spoke, but like I be thinking sometimes, like, why would you let me do that to you? Because I wouldn't let someone do that to me, but you know, also had to think like it's it's part of my self reflection, a part of my growth, a part of my self improvement. I have to stop doing things just because I can do them. I have a habit of doing things just because I know I can. I just want to tell you all that story because, like, my experiences with creatives have been so bad. I used to talk to this dude that does music from Mississippi. And, like, I really, 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 really liked him. But we just were not compatible. And he would just be brushing your girl to the side and I just used to not be with it so no then I talked to another um I talked to somebody I talked to somebody that wrote poetry and then I like kind of entertained someone that did music like and I think it's because I look creative like I look like I have a talent I mean technically I do my talent is talking you know I do a podcast I do listen to music I do like music I do like fashion I do like clothes but like they probably talk to me and think I know how to do other stuff. And I'm like, no, this is it. I'm actually, you know what the gag really is? That I'm an engineer. That's really what the gag is. So many people, I will tell so many people, like, people ask, like, oh my gosh, what's your major? And I'm like, oh, I'm a mechanical engineer. And they be like, no, you aren't. Be like, bro, yes, I am. I've gotten that people think I'm communication. I've gotten that people think I'm like fashion or like some type of art, um, creative design, like something like that. But I'm like, no, bro, I'm in STEM. I am a nerd, full blown. I just happen to be cute. And you know what I want? Listen, this is what I want better. This is this couch chat is all over the place. You know what I want better for our women in STEM, our black women in STEM? 
Can y'all please stop looking so homey? Please. If y'all dislike me for this comment, I'm so sorry. Can y'all, y'all make good money, ladies. If you're in STEM, if you're an engineer, specifically the E, <laughs> you probably make at least like 60, 65,000, regardless of your discipline. Get it together. Quit looking like someone's librarian, someone's deaconess, someone's nurses guild. Shout out to my people that were raised in Baptist. Quit looking, do your hair, moisturize, exfoliate, shave your legs, get a wax. We make too much money. Well, I'm going to make. I going to in the future. I'm still in school. Y'all make too much money to not be cute. Get your nails done. Get rid of them nubs. Sorry, that was totally off topic. But people always be like, I can't believe you're in STEM. I'm like, yes, girl. Like, I'm an engineer, mechanical to be exact. Okay. Um. Oh, I have a love life update for you guys. So remember how I told you guys that I shot my shot like the other week? Um, I think we've been texting for like a month now or like three weeks, three weeks to a month. Um, I shot my shot um, and it went in, you know. Um, ladies, you know, sometimes you just have to shoot your shot. Okay. See something you want. Oh, make sure. First of all, first of all, first of all. Make sure that it wants you back, please. Um, do not shoot with a blindfold on. So how I do, how I usually do, I usually like gradually comment on their stories. Start flirting a little more every time. See how they react. If they're not reacting to your flirt, peel back, peel back, peel off. Peel off like uh, Birmingham dudes at the gas station. Let it go, please. Because they're going to be like, okay, she's annoying and she's getting on my nerves. She's commenting on my stuff. Like, just let it go. But if you're, you know, you're commenting, you're like, it's a few pictures, leaving a few hard eyes in there. They're entertaining it. Pull up. Pull up from the free throw. Not quite three-pointer because uh, three-pointer is like, we're just going to see if I have a chance. Free throw is like, I probably got a chance, but I don't know. Let's just see. So I shot my shot. Um... And it's been going really good. Like, actually great. It's been going at a steady pace. Um, It's just been going really good. Like, everything, the consistency, the communication. Oh, but the communication of it all, you guys. Every time I talk to him, I just want to shout. Let me tell you. I have had struggles so much in the past with having poor communicators. Like people trying to talk to me and they have poor communication. People that believe that if they're interested in me, they don't have to talk to me every day. They can talk to me like once a week. Uh, people who will always quote unquote air quotes, forget to text back. Um, it was just so draining to like, at one point I was thinking like, dang, like, am I asking for too much? You know, do regular people not have conversations all the time? Am I tripping? But then I realized, you know what, like Alina Barrett said, I'm not asking for too much. I'm asking the wrong mother ever. So I was asking the wrong person. And th- I didn't even have to ask this man, okay? We started off, started off as close friends. No, but really we started off like, <laughs> we started off like, I was just like, I just want to get to know you. Like, I feel like you're very genuine. I feel like you're very nice. You're very down to earth. I just want to kind of get to know you as a man. You know, and so 
my shot went in we started dming on instagram and then i was like i was about to get off my instagram so then that's how i was like can i have your number like i'm about to get off instagram and we just like have been texting every day since then good mornings hope you have a great day having conversations like it's just been going so good and he is so beautiful inside and out and y'all know how i always be talking about how i wanted me um a big dude like a husky a thicky but they never want to talk to me he's a thicky nice and chocolate nice facial structure nice and moisturized and clean i just love it and so we're meeting up Mm, i think like he's going back to where he's from like for christmas and new year's and he's coming back so whenever he comes back we're gonna hang out i think we're gonna do like some wine tasting and then he's never had fruit bowl so i have to take him to lose his acai bowl virginity um then we're just gonna go eat and like hang out you know like kind of get to know him like feel the vibe and i'm really excited because when i've never gone wine tasting first and foremost um two i really like him like really really like him um i didn't expect there's nothing that's gone bad and that's kind of weird um women are so crazy that's kind of weird yeah nothing has gone bad and i'm like i'm not that i'm necessarily waiting for i'm just like wow nothing has really gone bad you know um so yeah hold on okay i'm back I had, to t- I had a very important text message I had to reply to. And I cannot type into, I cannot talk and text at the same time. It's just not in my um, jurisdiction. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh my God, you guys, I lost a friend. <laughs> this is not, I didn't laugh because it was funny, but like just how I was reading in my notes. I lost a friend. Hear this, listen to this scenario. They might listen to this too. I don't really know. Uh, if you do, I'm not bashing you. It's just like a part of my life. And this is like my platform, how I express myself. So, I mean, it is what it is. Okay, so I had this friend. We were in the same organization or are in the same organization. Um, and we like were associates up until like this year, maybe. So, like, every time we saw each other, we would, like, speak and, like, be friendly and stuff. But, like, I didn't know her, know her like that. Um, And then this year, like, we started getting really, really close. I don't, how do we even start? I think we started, like, studying at the library together along with our other mutual friend. And then we all just started getting really close. And then our mutual friend went to Iowa for an internship. So, it was just us two. So, we started hanging out a lot and stuff and, like, became really, really, really close, like, awesome, always together, um, always together. If you saw me, you saw her literally everywhere, always on FaceTime. Um, and she's a, she was a great person. I'm not saying she's a horrible person now. We can all use self-improvement, but I just feel like she's just not the person for me anymore. So long story short, okay, you know how, um, I really feel like she was giving me like PTSD. Well, I have PTSD from like somebody that I, I am friends with still, but like how our friendship used to be. So I used to have this friend where, um, you know, when she was having like, um, life issues or sometimes she just didn't want to be bothered, she would like disappear. So think about if you had like a best friend 
and they just like stop talking to you. You didn't hear from them for like weeks at a time. So you're thinking like what? And I'm really thinking like double what because I'm a person to where like if we start convert if we stop if we like are consistent and then we stop even for like a split minute, I'm gonna notice. And I'm gonna be like so you don't like me anymore, is what you're telling me. Um so that's what this same person did. They about a month ago they went like on like a fast or whatever and didn't say anything until like two days after they already went on the fast and I was like okay that's fine I did have an attitude because I feel like you know this society is trying to make it to where it's like you don't owe people anything but yes you do yes you really do and if you think like that then you're just I was trying to think of another word to replace this word. I'm sorry if my parents listen to this. I'm so sorry. But you're really just a shitty person. Honestly, if that's how you think, I'm not obligated to tell anyone anything. That's horrible. If you have, if someone's your friend, your significant other, your family, and you are obligated to communicate with them. I'm not, I'm not getting it. So... Um, I told her like the first time how it made me feel like I understand, you know, that you like are fasting or it's like taking a break from people and things. But, you know, if you could just let me know, because I detach from people very easily. When I say very easily, like. Like I delete threads, I delete pictures. I literally try to erase you from my mind because at this point, like you're not serving me any purpose. Like there is no reason for you to even be in my thoughts. <laughs> you know um so i'm just like maybe you know let me know next time because i already started detaching from you after day one so maybe you know just let me know next time she's like okay cool 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 cool, cool. so maybe a few weeks ago um she just disappeared like we were kind we went on a trip for her birthday came back um and it like kind of got weird like we were like talking less or really not at all. Um, if it was any conversation, I would start the conversation. I think that's a very big problem. Um, I would have to start the conversation. Um, and it was just getting to where I just felt like it was very one-sided. And so I, I think I asked her one time, like, you know, do you have any issues? Like, is there a problem? And she was like, no, there's not a problem. Um, whatever so I was like hey cool but then like we were supposed to hang out one day after she like got off work or whatever and she like never showed up and then texted me like four or five hours later and was like hey sorry I fell asleep blah 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 and I did kind of have an attitude because I was kind of just like you know when you're about to I feel like you know when you're about to go to sleep if you were just tired that could have just been communicated um yeah, that could have just been communicated. Um, but then I was just like, it's fine. I was just like, I say, I was like, everybody ended up flaking on me. So it's perfectly fine. Cause like three people like this dude flaked on me low key. My friend and then my friend did and somebody else did. Anyways, um, so she didn't text me back after that day. Um, then I texted her and asked her about a playlist or something she did she texted me back and then i texted her back she didn't text me back and then i texted her and told her about how this um dude i used to talk to got the corona she did not text me back 
And three weeks later, she has still not said anything. So honestly, after week one, I have really started detaching because if this is a if this is um repetitive of what you did like some months ago, it's unacceptable considering that I told you how it made me feel. And if you're my friend, I feel like you should take into consideration my feelings. Um, if you don't want to, that's fine. We just don't have to be friends. Um. And so after week one, I really already started detaching, but I was just like talking to my mother about it. And I was just like, dang, like she was, I really liked her. Like she was really cool, really nice girl. Um, but it's just that communication, like that needs to be worked on that passive. I really hate, I'm sorry. Hate is a strong word. I really dislike passive people because, oh, and I really hate passive aggressive because my thing is sorry sorry my thing is like how are you pass like how are you passive and aggressive she wasn't really passive aggressive she was more so passive like her communication was really stale and really not up to par um and so I didn't communicate how I felt because I already told you once and I'm not really about to repeat myself if you already know how it's affecting me and so I texted her. She has some stuff in my house. So I texted her. We had like a meeting for our organization. She got on there after like everything was normal. So I played the game act like everything was normal. Cause I'm like, you're just going to get on here and act like you haven't not talked to me in three weeks. Okay. This is a professional setting. I'm not going to say anything here. So like a few days later, I texted her. I'm like, Hey, since you don't associate anymore, I need to come get your stuff. And she takes back, she was like, hey, I'm sorry you feel that way. Haven't been socializing with anyone for real. Um, I never had a problem with you. I'm actually really sick right now, but I'll come get myself. I didn't text back because one, what I was going to text back was kind of rude. And I didn't really know what else to say. My message literally was going to say, yeah, I figured. And I'm like, I'm really not sympathetic because I've told you how this has made me feel before, but you took it upon yourself to not communicate once again and to put me on the back burner to make me feel like I'm in the wrong or like I'm asking for too much. And so this is causing me to create permanent everlasting distance. And just know I don't have a problem with you, but I have a problem with how you handle situations. Just come get your stuff whenever you're back in town. That was the message I was going to send. But I said, you know, that's too many words because that's me repeating how I feel. So then the second message was going to be um, something along the lines of like, yeah, honestly, well, I was going to say, I think I typed, I actually have no response anything because anything I say now would be redundant. Just let me know when you're in town. That's literally all I type, but I haven't texted her back to this day because I literally have nothing to say. But that's just really sad that another one bites to this. Like, that's just crazy. I've had some friends with like really trash communication. Like, I understand life. We all go through things. I get it. I get you need space from your social medias and from socializing. I understand that I get that completely. I don't want to say completely because I'm a really social person. I'm an extrovert and I don't really need that many breaks, but I get in my moods. But my thing is I communicate that like communication could help so much, so many things that could really help if people like had the tenacity. Is that the word? I'm pretty sure I just used that word wrong. Oh, well, is tenacity and audacity are those um um antonyms? 
I don't know. But people just don't communicate. And that just honestly grinds my gears. I just can't. So, yeah. um, I lost a friend. Really sad. RIP to the friendship. It was a great one. But, you know, sometimes people are only here for a season and for a reason. So, you just got to keep moving and got to keep pushing forward. I hope she does great, though. If you're listening, I hope you're doing great. Hope you do great in the future. Um. Oh, and this is the last thing I want to talk about. So my podcast motivation honestly has been so, so poor. The momentum has honestly been lacking. Um, okay, I'm back once again. Um, I do not have any motivation to record. Um, I was honestly about to quit the podcast. I don't know. I just get in mood sometimes. Not sometimes. It's very rare very occasional to where i'm just like bro no one's listening like no one cares what i have to say um my podcast is not gonna get grow it's not gonna get big i mean it is what it is and i am not a negative thinker i am not a pessimist i'm act i'm very much so an optimist i give the girls rainbows and sunshine and daisies and optimism like all the time i'm one of those people that wakes up and i'm just excited to make today different than yesterday but i don't know i really want i really wonder is it like the devil you know black people love to say everything is the devil but like I just was feeling so undetermined like like no one was listening to my show and then I got two pieces of feedback this week and I was just like bro this is why you do it so my friend shout out to my friend Chandler um I told her just like kind of how I was feeling really discouraged I told her in our group message like I was feeling well I told the group message that I was feeling really discouraged just like I don't want to record like no one cares what I have to say no one listens like why am I even recording and she texted me separately and was just like I'm listening to your podcast now congratulations on your job interview blah 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 and she just talked about how she was so proud of me for doing this because we always talked about when she was she graduated. But we always talked about like how I like to talk and how I have so much to talk about and how I need to do something with it. Um, and she was just like just to see that come to life. And then she was like being able to hear my voice and to hear my funny thoughts because me and her used to stay a Kiki. And, hey, Chandler. I love you, miss you. We used to stay a key king all the time. Um, She was just like having this podcast just makes it so easy for her to like hear my voice and hear my thoughts and hear my thoughts in my voice. And she just feels more connected to me. So that was like a really great piece of feedback. Um, And then my friend Daniel texted me. texted me and said my bad I'm distracted hold on then my friend Daniel um texted me and said I want to talk on your podcast one day and then I was like oh my gosh are you listening and then um he was like, yeah. Then I asked him how he liked it. He said, I like it because we've had talks before. So it's like we talking and stuff. I just like the fact that it's you and, oh, that is you and actually inadvertently getting a glimpse of how your mind is set up. And um, 
He says, sounds like you have fun every episode. I'm so happy and proud of you for expressing your creative ideas. Um, and I just really needed that. I really did, honestly and truly. I really needed that because I just, lately I've been just self-doubting so much. And even down to the smallest things like what I wear, what I look good in, how I look. I have just not been feeling the cutest, the most attractive. I have not been feeling that creative. Like, I have just been not even down bad, but like, I just be having these thoughts sometimes. So just get those two pieces of feedback are truly incredible because me and my friend Daniel used to talk about music and like life. Like the first day I met him or like the second day, we was talking for like hours in the Ferg. If you go to UA, you know what the Ferg is. Because <clears throat> um, like I said, literally all my friends will tell you, I just be talking. I talk so much all the time about everything. So <clears throat> what y'all get here is literally me in real life but just imagine me sitting there in your face like talking to you this much um with feedback of course but um so those two pieces of feedback you know i really just need it I needed that as like a refresher. It's like a reminder to like, you need to keep going. You need to keep pushing. You need to keep putting out content. You need to keep being yourself. Um, Y'all know at a point in time, I like wanted to cut the show short because I feel like y'all weren't listening. But I honestly feel like I look back at my stats and I feel like more people were listening when my shows were longer. Um, Because I feel like they're just so catered to me and how I think. And they're just so unique. So I'm back to making long episodes. I'm back to talking about whatever I want to talk about whenever I want to talk about it. Um, And I'm just so tired of self-doubting and like trying to kind of cater to the ideas and the thoughts of, of others or of others about me versus just being myself and saying if and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Um, So that was like really refreshing. Thank you guys for that. Thank you, Chandler and Daniel. I love you guys. Don't forget to everyone. Don't forget to rate this show. So um, on my page, I think if you scroll almost all the way down to the bottom, you can see where it says write a review. You don't have to write a review. If you can just hit the five stars, that is enough for me. Honestly, if you want to write a review, I would love your kind words. But um, yeah, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, I think that's all I have for couch chat. We're actually doing WWED today. Um, and we might do weekly worry. But yeah, I'm just really thankful for those podcast reviews. I'm really thankful for all the people in my life right now, all of my friends who are there and who are supportive of me. Um, and who have my best interest at heart all the time. And who always motivate me and push me even when I'm not feeling like myself even when I'm like not feeling the cutest or like I'm having you know body image issues when I'm having podcast determination interview I mean issues um I'm just so grateful for all of you guys I love all of you I thank you so much <sighs> it's great to have good friends or great friends my um computer started acting stupid, but like I said, it's good to have great friends. Um, 
so yeah let's go ahead and move into wweed and then we can go ahead and wrap this thing up okay so i didn't get any reddit stories today actually these are honestly just um questions that i kind of hmm i don't know how i came up with these i think i was just sitting here thinking um i was watching youtube videos and then i just kind of came up with these so um the first question is do you believe in breaks in relationships the answer is no because by break i think you mean break into another relationship no what are we breaking for if we're gonna break up we're just gonna break up if we're gonna end we just need to end i don't need to be kind of done and then if you are if you do believe in breaks you can't be like let's go on a break but you can't like date and talk to other people well then what are we doing because when i hear break i think break you off and break someone else into the picture do y'all believe in that y'all believe in breaks i thought about this because danny dmc and her uh, boyfriend like just got back together and they didn't classify them as being on a break they literally were broken up she was like i thought we were done they said they need to grow apart though i mean they need to grow separately and that's why they like broke up and whatnot which i understand that but we're not gonna call that a break I will just call that if we're not together anymore. Um, and there might be a possibility of us coming back. But I, knowing me, I doubt we're going to get back together. Um, okay. Is there a time limit on love slash how soon can you know someone is the one? I personally feel like there is not a time limit on love. I feel like love is arbitrary. Um, and I feel like um, time, essentially time is really made up. Like time is not real <laughs> time is not real in a sense so i mean you feel me do i believe in love at first sight not quite that rhymed not quite i don't really believe in that i believe in like um compatibility at first conversation <laughs> is that a thing compatibility at first conversation so like when you have a conversation with someone and you're like well i really think like this right might really be my husband women will go on a date one date and be like, so yeah, think he's my husband. Think we go together now? Um, so no, I don't think there's a time limit on love. I don't think I think people can fall in love in a week. Honestly. Um I mean if y'all converse enough, if you ask the right questions, feel like you know enough about that person to love them. I mean, it's to each his own, it's case by case. Could I find love in a week? Um, no, I could like someone in a week. Like I could know in a week if I'm going to take someone serious or not. I personally feel like, I feel like for myself, I can definitely, um, tell if I'm going to take someone serious or as a joke, a hundred percent for sure. Most definitely not as a joke, but like if I'm going to take them as serious. That's where I'm like, wow, let me not mess this up. Let me, you know, relax. Let me just go with the flow. I can definitely tell within a week honestly especially if we're like texting consistently like every day from um good morning to good night 100 i can tell 
Um, and then how soon can you know someone is the one? They're essentially the same question. Um, the one like husband material or the one like I can see this going somewhere. Cause I feel like you can't see, you can see husband material, but you can't see husband material material until y'all are dating. But I feel like you can like, oh, sorry, not dating in a relationship. Cause I think those are different, but I do think you can, um, be talking to someone and be like, wow, like that's the one as in I could be in a relationship with them. So no time limit on love. And I think like a week you can know someone is the one. Well, no, not in a week. The one case by case, it depends. Um, and then can I be with someone that makes less than me? Now, if you would have asked me a month ago, even two weeks ago, even a week ago, I would say absolutely not. Most definitely not. Over my dead body. But honestly, I'm so I can be so shallow, like. Most people aren't real with themselves. I can be very shallow when it comes to dating. Honestly, I can be very picky, very shallow. Um, and so at a point in time, when I was, especially when I was dating, I was younger. I used to ask people their majors because I used to want to know like what they had planned, what they plan to do when you graduate. Like, what are you trying to do with your life? Because I'm about to be a home mechanical engineer out here and I need to know what you're doing because I refuse to pay the mortgage. I'm so I do not want to pay the mortgage bro. like I don't know who I don't know just know that um if they ask me to pay the mortgage I'm going to be pissed <laughs> but like someone I feel like I feel like I would date someone that makes less money than me um because I mean that's I feel like that's something that can be adjustable. Like things like not having any money, not knowing how to dress, not having a car, things like that. Those can be fixed. Or those can be, you know, we can fix that up. Um, someone's character, you cannot fix that. And if you do it's gonna take a really long time. Someone's character, someone's integrity, someone's honesty, how compassionate someone is, how nice someone is, how considerate someone is. How respectful, how consistent, how much they communicate, how they communicate, how they care for you, how they show that they care for you, how they show love to you, how they show affection to you. Those are things that cannot be taught. And if you do teach them, it's going to take a really long time. Um, when you could have just got the dude who had all of that and just didn't dress the best or didn't have the greatest job. And those are tangible. Those are things that can't be fixed. That can be situated. Someone's character cannot be situated. And that's the problem. I feel like with a lot of women, we like to try to change someone's character. But it's like, Pookie, you knew what you were getting into before you even got this deep in the situation. So don't try to complain. And well, don't try to, you feel me, complain and, um... Yeah, just don't try to complain about someone's actions and then try to change them. Like for what? When you can just leave. That's why I said this before. Um, Y'all know my deal breakers are someone having kids and someone smoking and not loving the Lord. Let's say I ended up going with someone that smokes and they smoke 
a lot and I see them smoke. I cannot sit here while I can, but it's going to be annoying. I cannot sit here and complain about them smoking and things like that when I knew that that's what they did. I knew that's what they did. I knew that was their thing. I knew that was their hobby. I chose to deal with it. Because I'm the person that's smoking. I'm looking at you like you already knew what I did beforehand, baby. You already knew what was up. So let's let's start. I saw this tweet because I just got back on Twitter this week. Let's start dating people that like us. Let's start liking people that like us back, ladies. Please. Because we do so much liking to people that don't even like us. And for what? For what reason? So like someone, like I said in my other title, stop ignoring little Timmy. Obviously, if you're not attracted to him or you're just not attracted to him, that's different. But if you're like kind of attracted to someone and they like you, but you don't know if you're feeling them, go on a date or two with them, hang out with them, really feel them out. You might be surprised, you know, you might just find your husband. So those were all of my WWEDs. Um, this is the end of the show. I, well, I got it under an hour 40. Look at me. Um, per usual rate on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you want to. If not, you can just rate. Um, I'm on Spotify. The link is in both of our Instagram bios. At ethereal underscore. At underscore ebunny. Two ends, two eyes. Um, just make me feel good. Leave good commentary. Leave feedback if you have any bad feedback. If you have any good feedback. Let me know what you like. What you don't like. What you want to hear more of. What you want to hear less of. If you want me to start talking slower list all of that because i probably won't change it but at least take it into consideration thank you so much for listening um i'm going to sleep because it is 1 39 a.m and i'm very tired i'm gonna do my tiktok run first and i'm going to sleep um thank you guys for listening as usual be safe out here be great be unique don't drink and drive don't do drugs. Use protect. Oh, I forgot one one thing. I think the email at love.ibba2 at gmail.com. Send me some interesting stories about your life so I can read them on the show on my WWED and give you a little advice. Um, I would ch- I'm gonna change my email sooner than later. But for right now, any advice stories, any advice columns at love l o v e dot eba e b a number two at gmail dot com. As I was saying, um, be great, be peaceful, be unique. Don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs. And as usual, use protection. Peace. A young nigga from Compton on the curve, riding rap next to a gunshot. On the corners where the gangsters and the killers dwell The fraudulent in disguise are getting unveiled Everyone I knew was either Crip or Pyro Cousins in elementary, relatives in high school With that being said, each one of their rivals Was aiming something at my head, I needed survival Got jumped, got jacked, shot at, shot back And I don't even push a line, I'm just trying to push these rhymes In the midst of staying neutral and discreet My mama said you're judged by the company you keep But what you can consider, that if it goes down They'll kill you if you kill me it gets deep, nigga So if you ask what I'm doing I'm trying to duck the influence Of my city that's brewing Real talk and This is why they fuck with me Real talk, nigga Believe it This is why they fuck with me Do what I do, you know I'm no gangster, no killer I'm just your average Joe Know that One thing you
Unidentified vehicle rolled up and I was like, hold up. Where you from? Home bang. Where you stay? Westside. That's a pop rule game, the big sack. Well aware they had blue across their hat. Dropped backpack and ran inside of the cul-de-sac. Shots rang out. Open the god, I wasn't wet. Crossed the crossroads, crans and ran inside of the yet. Chirped the homies on the high 95. They said they already knew what happened and meet them outside the garage. Never seen that many guns in my life. I was paranoid like a fiend in the night, but needed revenge. Grabbed the nine ball, opened up the door, then got in. Somebody said, fall back. We gon' make these niggas suck. For you, my brother, like a frat, and that's just to remind you. Thought about that so long, I had felt my finals. Fuck. But this is why they fuck with me. I told you, nigga. This is why they fuck with me. You fake, nigga. I'm no gangster, no killer. I'm just your average Joe. You fake. One thing you should consider on the release, you know. I don't do black music. I don't do white music. I do everyday life music Give them cuts like a nigga pierce the knife through it You say you throw, but I've been through it Now that's cold And this is for my county building children In Hub City on Hub Caps, no power steering I use perseverance in this mad city With the niggas drink Remy and hold semis for cutthroat Bernie Mac died, it's no joke Don't ask why if you don't know about these killers and thieves Seven grams of weed You smoke that, but I'm high off life I could fall out the sky like twice that land in the land of the AKs and the minivans where the fan never horn Cause it's hotter than the lunatics under arms and a straitjacket In other words, we get it cracking, but I keep it cool, you know This is why they fuck with me <laughs> This is why they fuck with me Real talk I'm no gangster, no killer, I'm just your average Joe Come on. There you have it. But I'ma leave you with this. An OG once told me a real gangster is either dead or in jail or behind the scenes getting real money. I'm gone.